When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Everybody and welcome to the Black and White Podcast. Life might not be black and white, but we are. I'm Katie. I'm Marie. <laughs> and third time. Third time's a try. We're talking about yeah, third time's a try. Like I feel like we nailed that one. That was the that was a good one. episode opening. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> don't edit that one out. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to keep that one straight in. Um, yes. So we are. Former colleagues, current friends, <laughs> uh, talking, talking unem- life's ups and downs, unemployed, unemployed friends. friends, with free time to talk yeah. about black and white issues. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's a lot of issues going on around today. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but did you wake up to the Supreme Court information you, as you I know, did? It, I was hoping, like Tell the me. first time, uh, first couple times, I saw a you know, something pop up in my Instagram feed. The first, you know, the first ones were like my joke account. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is the joke, right? Like, yeah. this is not real. Right. And then like people who I love and respect. The Handmaid's Tale memes. Yeah. I really was like, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, they just found a draft. But now I'm like, oh, wait, we're reporting on this. This is going to happen. Yeah. And um, that scares the shit out of me. I, I But it's, you know. I, yeah. Elizabeth Warren said it perfectly that they've been plotting this for years. That that's been it's been coming. They have. <laughs> so, um also big fan of Lizzie Warren, but um yeah, no I, it was kind of one of those things that I saw the Handmaid's Tales memes and I was like, "Oh, yeah, remember in 2017 when this was like a real issue and then I was like, "Oh, no, this is coming back again." Right. Like, Do we really have to be fighting for our reproductive rights again? Like, <laughs> this is such an old hat issue, but I guess they all are, you know, like it, it all comes back again. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, what's funny, though, is uh, there's enough evidence out there, um, you know, to women are going to die. Basically, there's there's like this is not going to. Yeah, sure. You might say. Save- right. You might have more babies being born, oh, but actually, will you? If all these women are now going to go and try and do their own <laughs> abortions, and it's going to, ha- you know, literally hack jobs. You're going to have, we're going to have abortion. a lot of death on that. Yeah. Death. Yeah. I mean, I wish yeah. there was a more eloquent way to push it, put it, but it's, it's going to turn into just gross, sad, deaths unnecessarily um yeah yeah well and mean, one of my friends they posted a really profound quote where it's like you know we everyone who is working against this to basically take out roe v wade is is very christian usually um and has a lot of issue with people quote unquote killing babies but doesn't seem to be anywhere near interested in I don't know, helping the orphans or helping those right. who are already alive and living. And like right. um, it, the way they put it was, it's a convenient issue to love someone that is unborn. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, it's also a convenient issue too when, you know, women have a 
very wide circumstance of why they might be having this. I personally have not had this, but I, I'm like, do with what your body, with what you are comfortable with. And like, if you need to have an abortion, yes, that is your body. That is your choice. Uh, but why, why are we dictating anyone else and how they live their life or how they have to, I don't know, get by financially? Well, because they want you just to give your babies over to them, you know, so they can have their 15 kids. And their tax write-offs. Yep. Um, they're pro-birth. They're yep. not pro-life. Um, uh, that's. Yep. I'm sure it's been yeah. said before, but I was thinking, why not just have Republican men have those like before they make these laws, they have to go through the physical labor of like giving birth with those those things that like shock their system in order to like feel like they're giving birth, like. You have to do that for I've every single person. <laughs> I've seen those. Oh, I also think like it's funny. Uh, that there's still this idea that white men speak for us. Like, I don't get it. Yes. Because, uh, I, you know, th- who are you representing again? Like, I don't know who you're right. representing because it's not the general public when 69% of us are pro-choice or believe that women should have the right to choose. So who are you representing? Right. And like, are the silent majority? Well, where are they? They're real silent. So if they're silent, are they whispering to you that well, they want? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this has to do a lot to do with like a lot of the stuff that we've been kind of going through, especially in our previous employment, but mm-hmm. like women having a voice in a place to speak up because I don't know about you, but there's a lot of white boy people from my la- my old life that are speaking up about like, whether or not women should have an abortion. I'm like, you're not a woman. You shouldn't have yeah. a say on this. And, yeah. and especially yeah. when you and the generations past of you have like beaten down women on this issue where it's yeah. like that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have a vote in this. <laughs> you shouldn't have a vote in it. Or you should at least like, I mean, if you have to vote, be like, well, my wife, my wife said this is how, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen to the women in your life. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe their wife. Is still encouraging it, but I know her wife's probably brainwashed. Yeah. <laughs> she got the, the club meetings too. Well, I and I don't, I know. Yeah, right, right. The step for yeah. wife meetings, and I get it. Like, look, every woman has their own decision to make, and if you know that is not a decision that you have to make, great, wonderful. Um, if that is something that you do have to come across, like it should be your choice in whether or not to do that and do that safely. You know. It's my dad. I, it's funny. I think I was really, my dad is the one who actually was like, I, I was very on the fence for years because, you know, I, we grew up similar, similarly, um, very uh, uh, religious and yeah, but in, in a different kind of Christian upbringing because I think there's Christians and then there's like this non-denominational like Calvary Chapel, like you went to the, with the you went to, you know, I, what did you, you went? AP- I went to APU. I grew up Presbyterian, but I went to a non-denominational liberal arts school, but it's, it's funny to call it liberal. <laughs> Which where we fit, we, you know, they wanted us all to go, right? They, when we were, I was growing yeah. up at my church, at my school too, because I went to a private school, they wanted us to all right, go right. to Biola or APU. Um, yeah. But my dad was like, who the hell am I? To tell a woman <laughs> what she should do with her body. And it's so funny because him having that realization as a very, you know, a Christian man, he calls himself a red letter Christian. That's a whole other st- story, Ooh. but he's more of a liberal leaning. Um, but still, uh-huh. I think it was really empowering me, empowering for me as a woman to hear that from my father. Like, yo, take, take your body and do what you need to do with it. Um, because the men in our lives really um, socially have a lot of power and him saying, no, no, no. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just think like, like that was a big no, deal no, no. for it's, me. It's not, it's not even my thing to say. I, I love that. And I really deeply respect your father for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, I, I was like, yeah, my dad. dad is pretty similar, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dad, get it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it, and it's so funny because it's also like, at the end of the day, why are we still listening to white men? I mean, as someone who's engaged to one, us. you know, you, but you have, uh, you have a nice I, one. I'm one to talk, but 
I got I got one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. You can keep that yeah. one. <laughs> I'm going I'm you know what? I'm going to in about a year it's gonna be locked and loaded. I'm very locked excited and loaded. About that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um Marie and I are also um formally employed and currently job seeking. So it's been a yeah. fun ride of just depression did rediscovering oh, the world yeah no yeah totally depression how have you been how how's it been how's your how's your unemployment been um you know <laughs> the two weeks that we've been on you know it feels like forever already um it's reevaluating what you're reevaluating your worth is a really interesting thing it's because okay, so this is what I did before and this is what I've done and, I, this, you know, I want to apply to a positions or look for work that says that that is valuable, but how do I make this packaging look good to you so you, you know, you think I'm worth it to take a chance on? And I don't like any of it because I'm like, you, you know what? Just yeah. give me a job. I'll learn on the, you know, because half the time, <laughs> yeah. the systems that one job builds, it's completely different than another. And I think there's a, you know, there's a basic set of skills that you know, that are transferable. But a lot of times, you just have to learn uh, from the new companies, right? Yeah. Um, so it's been. Everybody does it differently. <laughs> So many companies do so many different tools. And it's funny because I'm like, I have an active knowledge of certain tools. And I was, I, I saw a posting that actually was fairly decent, but it was for a sales position. I was like, I'm not a salesperson. Um, but it was like, must have like one year of HubSpot knowledge. And I was like, well, I did, but probably not to the effect that they're at. And like, I'm already like shooting but, myself down. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it probably is more experience than other people have. That's the thing is, that's right. what learning to read these in between the lines is really yeah. because they just want to know that you can log on to HubSpot and find information. Right. You're not, they're not as probably expecting you to be a tech, you know, like right. you don't have to fix. I don't know. I mean, and HubSpot, you know, you can fit. It's just weird. It's 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 a CRM. There's, you know, so yeah. other people yep. might use a different one. You it just it's so silly. But yeah, one year no, you've got one year of HubSpot. Oh, easily. You do. <laughs> easily. Yeah, like that's. But they make it sound so fancy. I know. They, I know. You know well, they, and want it, you, they want you to know. Well, and, and so I don't know about you, but um, I also do a lot of like random gig work stuff. So um, different projects where like I'll write an article or I'll write uh, any kind of content, like content creation stuff. I had a I had a woman reach out to me for a YouTube writing gig just for like a kid's channel, like something super simple, which is something I've done before. And she wanted to see my work and I have a portfolio that I was going to send her. And I was like, would you like to see my portfolio or would you like me to write something for your channel? And she said she wanted me to write something for her channel. I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then um, this should be a paid trial because that's very standard in terms of writing. Like if you want something yeah. very specific, that means you are being commissioned for that project to see if that would work in the future. Um, so she was like, what, what is your range? I gave her, her my rate. Um, and she's like, yes, I would like this to be a paid trial. And I had her say that in writing. And this is all on LinkedIn. <laughs> and um, so I, uh -huh. I, I was like, what's, uh, you know, what's the time frame? What do you want that? And she's like, I, I'd love a four page, four to five page script by the end of the day, which was like in six hours or so. I was like, easily done. So I bang that out. I give her resources, all this stuff, send it off to her. And she says, with this kind of script... And then she quotes me at th one third of the rate. And I was like, that's not how this works. Uh, we would be paying you one third of this rate. And, um, but we would like to order four scripts from you. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, you need to pay me for this work. And she's like, wait, what? Are you <laughs> no, I'm not paying you for this. And I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> and so now I'm like, yeah. And I, I feel like every step of the process is fighting for, like, no, 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 I am a legitimate person. And like, re like, 
refighting even in my own mind like no i am worth my rate uh i am yeah. i am worth being paid and i am worth being treated fairly and well and i feel like i have to say yeah. that constantly to myself with every new project and every new you know job application of like no 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 i know what i'm doing i am worth what i'm worth and i, I don't know about you but i get tired of talking about myself <laughs> I well, yeah, I'm not that great. I mean, I am, but I'm not that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm no, tired. You are. Like, <laughs> I, but you know, I don't want to tell my story. Like, I feel like it's really important for me to be authentic all the time and honest. And I feel like after a while, it feels rehearsed. And like when yeah. I keep talking about myself, when yeah. in these in these, because you know, I've been doing a lot of these uh, discovery, you know, let's just chat about the role type calls. And oh yeah. I, I I I keep saying the same thing, but you know, kind of just curbing it to what they want to hear, sure. you know, about their role. Yeah, throwing and, in those buzzwords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just after a while, I'm like, gosh. At at some point, why don't I just send you a a, pre, a, pa- a piece of paper? Because I'm going to say the same damn thing I said to the guy yesterday, and right. I just that's where it feels like a little inauthentic. But I guess it's. Maybe it's just like Gaga's, like there could be 100 people in the room. And if one pe- person believes in you, have you, have you seen that, that meme about Gaga? No, I haven't. I haven't. Over no. Over. Oh, <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> it's like her. She's like, when she was interviewing for that movie with Bradley Cooper, I think it was. What movie was that? Oh, uh, the Star Born, the... remake. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. They've remade it like five times. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then she would do interviews and I don't know the context. I just know the snippet. And she basically mm-hmm. says in every interview, there could be 100 people in the room and none of them believe in you. But if what? It just takes one person to believe in you to change your life or something like that. But it's literally <laughs> the exact same line. She says it in every interview that she has <laughs> about this film. And it's become, it's a meme. Like, it's so hilarious. We, I, we should look it up. Because- and it's so true, though. <laughs> but, like, I love that she does say that. And, man, press junkets. <laughs> uh, but I guess it, it makes sense. It makes, that's the thing. It's like, it's, there. the first time you say it, it's true. The last time you say it, it's true. But it's just the last time it, it's coming out, you know, it's kind of just part, part and parcel with the whole speech like okay I, this is when i say this part this is when i say this part and then i say this part right but it I almost know. feels like if you could but just record like an interview and be like if anybody would like to see who i am as a person here i am well my mentor actually suggested that um uh, to really? be honest um okay. yeah he, he was like you know and i and i love hearing from him because you know he's teaches me all these out-of-the-box ways people get jobs he's like your goal is not to interview traditionally or you're not to apply traditionally he's like that's what we're trying to get you away from we you know because that's where people get lost in the shuffle you send your resume Mm -hmm. off to some empty mailbox and hope it gets to the system and and he was like that's just not how you're gonna get hired anytime soon and so you know he's um pushing me to 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 do things I'm a little more <laughs> I'm a little comfortable with because I'm a lazy like job apple a job applying. Well, uh, reaching out to people from companies that I'm applying at. It's just like maybe I you can so on LinkedIn you can look um, if they go to your school, or all the people that work at the place that Got are on LinkedIn, it. and then uh-huh. you can see if they go to your school. You can see what departments they work in, and so reaching out to somebody who else who works there who might be able to give you some info. Um, just, and hopefully that can result in a referral or just something you didn't know before to help make the job search easier. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's funny <laughs> because I really like to just click apply, send in my, like, yeah. send in my LinkedIn profile the, and the call link, it a day. An <laughs> easy apply is my favorite thing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I just upload my resume that i've uploaded a million times uh i answer a yes or no question of whether or not i'm a vet yeah yeah i'm like great and yeah yeah. 
But that's also where you get the uh, the people that quote you at one third of your rate <laughs> after they said that they were going to pay you. Um, yeah. 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 No. It, and what is it that, um, if you don't mind talking, by the way, I really hope you can't hear the, basically the yard construction that's happening on the outside. The people are like sawing, oh. I don't know, a building in half. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can't hear perfect. it at all. Good. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad the pot filter is working. Um <laughs> But what is it that, like, what kind of a job, and, like, we used to talk quite a bit about company culture. Um, what what do you feel like you're looking for in your next endeavor? endeavor and, like, what do you, you hope the company culture actually is as to what they put out? <laughs> no, that's you know? good. Because, I, you know, talking to my mentor, he's mm-hmm. one, he's like, write down all the things you are no... You know, I think we talked about it like no goes like these are the, or the not right. or the things like non-negotiables deal breakers, uh, deal breakers. Um, and also I have found out that we were grossly underpaid, but that's a whole nother issue. Dude, um, I know. Yeah, that, that was something that came out towards the end when it was like, oh, we should have been in like the five to ten grand more a year section. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that the anyway. I'm not gonna get. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, get yeah, into yeah. it. <laughs> no, but just it's and no, but it also helps me like when I see jobs that I normally wouldn't apply for because I'm like, oh, salary range. They probably looking for an expert. Like, no, they're looking for me. That's they are looking for me, and I yeah. and we have a lot of great experience. Um, but I think for one is um divert DEI initiatives. I really yeah. think it, I want to. Especially because I'm applying to tech, um, I you know if you've got that money, I want to see that you're putting it and investing back into your employees and making sure that you represent all of your employees and you're making sure they're taken care of. And I mean, not even just race, but I'm t- uh, you know gender, sexuality, also neurodivergent. Rep- you know, ev- I want to make yes. sure that. My queer, black, yeah. neuro, you know, ADHDs can <laughs> female, you know, is covered, yeah. and I have a safe space. Um, so that's that's a big deal. I think you know having um, ERG groups dedicated mm-hmm. to diverse employees, making sure there's somebody you know handling some type of DEI initiatives. Um, yeah. Also, FTO, which I'm, you know, I or like. Um, Full-time optional? Is that what it is? No, <laughs> no not full-time optional. There's another name. It's like PTO, but it's better. Oh. It's PTO. <laughs> okay. PTO, but it's better. Like, it's where they push you to take a minimum. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. I didn't but, know like, that. You know, they want you to, like, yeah, there's some. What's the. I think it's flexible acronym? time off. And that makes sense. I think okay. FTO is yeah. flexible time off. Um, And. They, but they really want you to, you know, I've been seeing these job descriptions are like, well, we, you know, try for an 18 or a minimum of 25 days. And I, you know, maybe people aren't really taking all those days, but I want the company to say, you know, up front yeah. that this is what we want from you. Um, uh, 401k matching. I want yeah. a 401k. Thank you very much. Man, um, I had that benefits. for a hot two months. <laughs> that that was my favorite part about our previous job. I had it for like two months, and then they were like, "By the way, you're out of here." <laughs> yeah, so like, isn't that oh, great? I just Everything... got insurance. I just you just got me into insurance. You just got me into a 401k. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. No, I have an eye appointment later on today, and I have to pay full price. And I'm not looking forward to it. No, but I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. That was. I was like, yeah, why couldn't you've been a little. <laughs> three days earlier i could have got it yeah covered. i i have a i have a medical bill that uh, just reached outside of that that time zone and i was like you gotta be kidding me like <laughs> this could have been covered so easily and i don't know about you but i feel like i've changed health insurances probably two to three times a year since well before the pandemic <laughs> well that's what givers I'm, do i'm tired of it <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah no i i know the life um and i think that's what i was trying to explain yeah. to somebody i know how to make money i will make sure that my bills are paid yeah. maybe yeah. some of them will be late i'm not gonna yeah. lie but 
Um, I know how to do that. Um, I've been freelancing, picking up gigs. Like, gosh darn it, if I really want to, yeah. I can go online and, and teach English. I'm Find just something. exhausted. I don't yeah. want to do it. I want to know mm-hmm. that I can go to the doctor on a consistent basis. I want to know that, you know, I'm yeah. saving towards my future um, and not paying an exorbitant amount of fees. You know, I I just think right. I, and that's what I, when I, when I look for a new workplace, I, those are the things that I also are important to me. It's just how uh, professional development and making sure people have growth and um, they're taken care of. There's one I even saw that has, um, they'll play, I don't know if you've heard of that company called Forward. Oh, yeah, sounds familiar, but I don't know. It. It's a medical. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. It's yes. like not a doctor's office, but it's a doctor's office, but it's separate right. and they just like, it's preventative. It's all preventative care. Preventative it's not care. reactionary. It's mm. preventative. Um, so there's even some who are giving you insurance and paying for like a forward membership. Mm. So you can go see your forward doctor because those are all free. You pay a monthly fee. Those are all free. And you nice. just go in and I'm like, uh, your cholesterol is looking high, you know, or right. what's going on? Like, how are we going to, you know, testing all the things that you got to beg your doctors to test for. Right. When you go in for a regular visit, because you only said one thing on the intake form, so they don't want to hear about all the other stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens every single time. I'm like, every I know time. I said yeah. I came in for this. Yeah, like, However, but, um, this other this thing. thing. On my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that, was, that was the medical bill that I had. That right before, so we the job that we were both in, uh, we got during the pandemic. Right before the pandemic, or maybe it was no, it was it was a little bit at the beginning. Um, I went in because I had a mole on my back that I was just concerned because it seemed to be changing. I TMI, who knows? We'll find out. Um, and I was just like, I would like to get this extracted and just tested just so I know that it's non-cancerous. Um, I was literally, it took and like the 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 facility was right around the corner. Like I could have walked to it if I wanted to. Um, it took me longer to drive to the facility than it was to do the appointment because the guy was like, Oh, yeah, that doesn't look too bad, but let me just slice it off. And he gave me like a local anesthetic, cut it off, and he's like, We'll let you know. I was in and out of there way quicker than anything. Um, and that is ending up costing me the most money that I've ever, like, yeah. I was like, okay, with my insurance. They send it for testing. Yeah, they send it for testing, which right? they send it all the yeah. way to New York, which I'm in, based in Los Angeles. They send it all the way to Columbia University in New York, just to make sure. And uh, non-cancerous, thank goodness. And... Um, <laughs> And I got another bill for it. Like I got a bill for it almost immediately after for $360. And I was like, God, that's insane. But Ugh. okay, whatever. And now I got another bill for it for 220 <laughs> Just because the Wait, testing so- is a different fee than the actual doctor. Right. And I was in there, I kid you not, for less than 10 minutes. It was just like, bing, bang, boom, okay. done. I was like, wow. And I told Mark, I was like, I'm coming home. And he's like you just got there. I was like, I know it was pretty easy. And that's costing me over $500. <laughs> yeah. And if I had just had the insurance anywhere within that time, it, at least part of that would have been covered. But I, you know, was on Obamacare, at, which is still great general coverage, but doesn't cover everything. Right. And especially doesn't it's cover preventative health care especially for cancerous things which is concerning um but yeah yeah <laughs> i know oh i know <laughs> i know you um, know we're here to entertain you we'll sing your songs hey there Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. That's yeah. Um, I think about that all the time. Like, 
Well, I think my dad also like his part of it was um, COVID period, just like not being able to get into the doctor because he was, you know, complaining about his health at the very, uh, very beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, yeah. have we like been able to maybe, I don't know, but dude hell it's just like why can't we i don't know like i feel you know i know why because there's no there's no vested interest in having us be healthy so what am i talking about like (laughs) because there's so many ways we can like prevent so many sicknesses testing people no no guaranteed it's not gonna like he still could have gotten cancer like that that's nothing's gonna stop that but maybe we could have caught it earlier or you know when he complained about pains in Mm. 2020 you know, so uh, it's just, it, I don't know, it's it sucks that it's so costly just to get a mole removed and check it. And right. that's why people don't get their moles checked. <laughs> or those, <laughs> or those random a thing and- aches and pains and things that, yeah, do you feel comfortable talking a little bit about how you came to find out about your dad or any of that? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, um, well, that's the thing is, I, and I found this out later, and uh, that's the one thing that's been hard about being farther away from my parents now is I probably would have insisted he just friggin' get to the doctor, no, who, no matter how he was going to have to do it. But, um, yeah, he was feeling sluggish, feeling tired, wasn't getting out of bed. He was having a lot of pain in his, you know, sides um near his liver and his stomach and so um finally i guess it was really bad and he went to the emergency room and uh, i don't know what happened i think he had to beg to get tested for like or they did a scan i don't remember what exactly the things that you do to find out the initial <laughs> cancer i think they gave him um an MRI? No, and a CAT scan. Is it an MRI? You know what's sad is that I should know this because I used to work for an oncologist. But did you that really? Shows me how good I was at my job. Well, <laughs> yeah, I did, and I think that was why it was. Uh, that was we, one of the hardest parts is like knowing exactly what he was about to go through. Just oh yeah, work. That was one of the hardest jobs of my life. I don't doubt working that. for an oncologist. Um, were you doing like reception work? Or like, what, what were you doing? Just like assistant? No, I was their marketer. Oh, I, wow. I did marketing, and so I. You know, it did everything from helping plan community events and educational events to, um, so I had a huge territory in the Central Valley and I would go from like Modesto to Fresno, Mm -hmm. visiting doctor's offices, asking them to refer their patients to our doctor, our oncologist. So it's kind of, I was a sales. You're a salesperson for doctors. Oh, interesting. You're a salesperson. Yeah. So I'd, you know, uh, take, take, uh, you know, Starbucks to all the employees, you know, go out to take lunch to the doctors, have sit down meetings, I'd plan special events and just to get them to refer. But a lot of what I had to do was explain these complicated things and why we had state of the art equipment and all this stuff. But I don't remember yeah. anything, probably blacked it all out. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Because it was, it's very sad. I, you know, I remember there's people I, you know, and you, you just stop seeing them one day. You know, right. every morning I come into the office, and uh, and that's just see. I think cancer is the worst. Like just seeing mm-hmm. people like become um, shells of themselves right. is really hard. You know, so June eighth, yeah, uh, my it was when he went into the doctor's office. Not, I'm sorry, not June eighth. June 8th is when my brother-in-law died. Yeah. October yeah. 8th. Four months. Yeah. Four months later. So four months to the day. Yeah. Um, uh, we got the diagnosis. Sorry, that's weird that I just did that. Um, no, October 8th it's... is when we got my dad's diagnosis. <laughs> it's weird that it happened. What are these yeah. days? I should look up 8 numerology and we'll see what it means. It's it's weird because my, you know, my my dad has pretty good insurance, but he always wonder like if he were rich, how much more access to better things would he have? Would he live a little bit longer? Isn't um, that just like a terrible? Oh, number eight is a source of power and strength. 
Ooh, interesting. Go ahead. <laughs> so maybe maybe these are moments of like of great pivot and and great strength that build in you to to make sure that this doesn't happen again in other people. Um, because if there's one thing I know about you, Marie, you are one of the strongest people I've ever met, and that's why I, I was so excited to do a podcast with you <laughs> and just talk. Talk life, <laughs> you know, because you have been through yeah. the ringer as I, I mean, you know, as anybody has, but like the the last year and a half for you has been kind of crazy. And I find it fascinating just how yeah. how joyful you are just as a person in general, um, because it, it, we've had many conversations, too, especially post our previous job and post a lot of different random things, even though, you know, we say like. Oh yeah, I'm depressed about this stuff or whatnot. Like you still live life to its fullest. <laughs> like you're still a very active and giving and very caring person, um, which always blows my mind because you've been through the ringer. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't, I guess because I've been, I, I think my family has been through a lot over the years, yeah. and I think us being together and laughing is literally how we always survive so mm. it's just what i know to do mm-hmm. um because i i what else i think what it's almost like okay well here's another one like i don't <laughs> no days off as they say right um no fto and in i life. get to just no right, right. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> not even pto come on life <laughs> yeah yeah it does, it'll just pummel you and i guess that's the thing it's like it's just gonna keep coming so i have to find joy where i can yeah where where do you feel like you're finding joy in the moments now like what what brings um, you joy right now yeah you know that's a good question uh, my niece has definitely been it's really she's just she's at the um t- fully getting naked stage of her like it, growing girl. Up yeah in this i love that I'm freedom fully supportive yeah yeah she just when she learned how to take off her diaper it was over <laughs> 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 she's butt naked all the time and um i did the same thing apparently i did too yeah i don't know what it was because like <laughs> by the time i like i grew out of that very quickly and then was very uncomfortable with my body for several decades um but like my dad would tell stories about how I'm still i was would... uncomfortable with my body <laughs> i'm learning i'm learning to love it i'm learning because it's almost like you know that whole thing like no one's gonna fight for you so you might as well fight for yourself um it's like i yeah, yeah I like i feel like i've been making an active and conscious effort to like love myself for who I am and who I've become and um yeah like it kind of goes back to like remembering that freedom of like when apparently Katie as a small child would run out into the public pool butt-ass naked and just go straight to the bottom of the pool (laughs) my dad had to go fish me out (laughs) because I was just like life um and how great is that freedom i miss i love it i love it yeah i love that you know just (sighs) i want to celebrate in them and that in my um my niece just like yeah hopefully give her a life where she gets to be free like maybe not that free but free like that (laughs) more you know um, learning some boundaries some norms. (laughs) yeah yeah, don't be naked in certain places, but you know she could move to San Francisco, and it really won't matter. Um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> there are naked people all over the place here, um, but yeah, I think it's having her and you know my partner Nico, we we really do try to have a good time, and we you know we throw parties here in San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, so we're just. Uh, that is a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's stressful during parties. Yeah. But it's planning. Know, um, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But <laughs> I have such a great community of friends and artists and drag queens and drag kings and burlesquers. And how could you not be entertained all the time? It's so awesome. So I think just trying to support my friends. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. I just got. Um, <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? 
I got a LinkedIn. Um, I got a, a LinkedIn message. Sorry, lots of texts. I just received an email from Pinterest. I'm applying for to Pinterest. Good, yeah. That's a uh, good. Mentioning that the position is getting shortlisted today at five. I don't know what shortlisted means. Uh, they're knocking down the list from uh, probably the hundreds of people down to like their top their top picks. So, are you getting shortlisted? At uh, the moment? Okay. Oh well, that's what she's trying to get me shortlisted. Yeah, oh, great. She just called me about the job this morning. Hey, I don't know what's that's great. going on. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, another recruiter, which oh. That's good. That's good. Well, and that was one of the things that I went to. <laughs> it's funny because I went to um, our former competitor now just business. Uh, I went to a, a, a virtual event where they were talking about, you know, job seeking and uh, working with people and networking with recruiters specifically and how it's like it can be such a task just to network in general. Like I know I get very exhausted with having to Ugh. schmooze with people or whatever, but something that someone said that really changed the way I looked at it was like, look at it as like, you're just creating a new friend that you want to hang out and talk to. Um, like instead of thinking about it as like, I'm desperate and need a job right this moment, right this very second. Um, think about it as like, Hey, uh, we can help each other out and we can be friends and I can send you people if I know somebody who's good for a certain role or you could send me positions or whatever the case may be. Like, here's my skill set. I think right. we should be friends type of thing, um, which definitely right. I I think it changed, especially like how I network with people and like, mm-hmm. you know, like because I I am a bit more on the freelancing side and looking for performative gigs um i definitely do you know video production and things like that or creative side uh, but the more i have to like redefine okay what is it that i exactly do <laughs> besides produce well, random like, very specific things <laughs> um but well i know that jack of all trades life for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah, i think we all do well and i think because we also grew up in a very gig centric society where you had to know all the different things. Like, I mean, how many skills did you learn in the past couple of years that are like, it's good to know, but that's not your main focus, you know, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's things that I know I'll never use again. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) Never, ever again. I will never use that tech again. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That kind of code might pop up somewhere when someone uh, funny. Jeez. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, there are definitely like aspects of like code that I now know that I didn't need to know because I had to be like, where is this issue coming from? um anyway but yeah speaking of like random random things uh i'd like to introduce a new segment to our pilot episode called but her emails though uh and this is a segment where i read the random (laughs) emails that come into my website um from mostly russian bots uh so a lot of them i do have to uh (laughs) i have to translate but um they're they're very funny most of them are porn related um so we've got one here from selma at hiraku34.inwebmail.fun um phone number 826-275 i'm just gonna say it all 16381 totally seems like a legit number uh the message says free porn pictures and best hd sex photos Old teen porn pics, <gasps> illegal porn, ones. pictures, porn, strawers. I think they were trying to say stars. Pink porn, pics. Oh, that's a word that I probably shouldn't be able to say. And pictures, porn. Lots of buzzwords just in the- pink porn. Well, I'm concerned about the illegal one, though. Like, why did they think that would be what got you to open it? <laughs> it's, I know. I know. We're gonna get. I don't know. We're gonna. They're send, just. They're gonna. The illegal. I, yeah, it's legal, and, and that was all one message. By the way, it was literally like almost like hashtags that they were speaking in. Um, here's another one from Celia Brona at Receive Buzz. Can I buy ads on your site? Yeah. Absolutely, you can. Um, I don't know what it would be for because it's just my face on that site, and that's all it is. 
Um, and then <laughs> let's see, this one I had to translate straight from Russian, uh, a lot of Russians, but we've got this from emark2 at yandex.ru. Um, the best women's dresses, as well as in general, clothes of Russian manufacture are widely needed among retail customers from the top market, our country, and not only, tall touch of tailoring, <laughs> which I feel like does suit Wow, me. I am a tall person, so I don't know. Maybe I write them back and just say, hey, get out of Ukraine and then give me a nice tall suit. <laughs> well, I always get nervous to write them back because... Oh, what no, if you I never get, write like, those back. Caught in the Matrix. Okay, yeah. good. I was because oh, I know I it's never like one of those back, you enter when you answer those spam calls. Um, right. the, you know, if you answer them, they know you are there, so they'll keep calling. They'll just call from a different number. I've That's been, why I never get nervous about the email. I have been doing this thing that I saw on TikTok, and a lot of people have been doing it. Um, also, if are one of two listeners who knows if anyone listens to this, but if you would like to use this, this is what I usually. <laughs> do i hopefully the the yard work is not going uh, as i do this but hello and thank you for calling the cia fraud department your call will be transferred momentarily <laughs> and then uh, yeah and then usually by the it. time i say cia fraud department they hang up um <laughs> i've even i did that I on like it. conference calls <laughs> when we were we were talking i <laughs> so i like because you know i'm bored it depends on what they're calling about. I'm obsessed with these like um, hack the mm -hmm. hacker, hack the scammer channels on YouTube. Um, and so I always try their tricks. It never works as well for me. Yes. But I can keep people on the line for a little bit. Yes. And I love giving them all in the wrong information and letting them think that they, oh, they're about to, they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta hobble it. We gotta hobble it. Yes. We gotta hobble it. <laughs> They're gonna get that. You're gonna get that get. Yeah. <laughs> we got love, boys. We got a live one. <laughs> oh, I love it. I did. I did do that once too. There was some someone with a very heavy accent. I can't tell what, but um, they called me and said that they wanted to give me a loan straight from the government. And I was like, cool. Uh, how much? And they're like, a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and they were like, you know, can we get your bank information or whatever? Um, and, but they said something to the effect of like, how would you like the money? And I said in, uh, nickels and dimes. Um, <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? I was like in nickels and dimes, please. Because then I can actually verify that it's real money. Uh, he was like, uh, okay, fine. You're going to have to like call this number or something like that or, or whatever. And like, they had called me at another job that I had been working many years ago. And I, I was like bored and I was like, fine. And so I called this other number and, um, they were, they were saying like, we can't give it to you in, in nickels and dimes. I was like, well then how do I know that you're legit? And I just kept like asking them all these random questions of like, you know, like you said that you worked for the treasury, like, where's the treasury? I was like, okay, well, who's the, you know, the head of state and <laughs> all this stuff. And like, they started getting like all garbled and I kept asking them so many questions. The guy just stopped and said, fuck you. And then hung up. <laughs> when they figured it out. When they figured it out. They yeah, yeah. so many fuck yous. It's so beautiful. It's almost like, yes, I, I messed your... Because you know what? Mess up their day a little bit. Waste their time. So they don't get to go prey on some old lady who doesn't know anything. Right. Who's gonna... Yeah. And my oh. poor my poor grandma back in the day, I know she was, you know, she probably had a lot of those scam calls. And I know because she was giving money to all sorts of societies and things that I was like, ah, Grandma, I don't even know if that's a real thing. Like, maybe we should avoid that. Yeah. And the, they, they prey on that kind of people. So, yeah, I'm a big advocate for fuck it up with <laughs> with a scam caller. <laughs> Each time we'll do it. Oh my gosh. Yep. <sighs> Absolutely. Well, my dear, what what are your plans for this coming week? What are your goals? What do you think? Um, I am hoping to get um out of bed and <laughs> nice. no, um, that's a good goal. It's, it's, that's a good right goal. Now, honestly, right now that's a lot. 
Well, I'm hoping to get my house a little more organized. Yeah. I think it's important. I think I got a similar goal of just keeping things clean and uh, making sure, you know, I, I get my submissions and everything in. Um, I did, luckily, I booked a small role, which I'm very excited about, um, with a friend on a comedy spec piece, which is exciting. Um, and then I think the the other thing that I'm probably going to do is play a lot of Fortnite, and hopefully Marie will join me because they just be. added lightsabers back into the game. I well, I played earlier did today, and this? I saw that. I saw that earlier really- today, and I was oh, they're so cool. But I don't know how to use. So wait, do they naturally? How do you block a hit? They just so do you do the own? other trigger. You do the other trigger. Ah. So the left trigger. That's the blocking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And those yeah. things, I I used to be so terrified of those because I was like, I don't know, a melee weapon. Um. And by the way, listeners, we are also gamers, so <laughs> we might do a live live Twitch stream sometime. But um, yeah, I, I I used to be so terrified of people who came up to me with the lightsabers. But now I feel like I'm the person that's coming up to people with the lightsabers, and I <laughs> and they freak out. It's really cool. Oh, I gotta so figure. I highly out recommend. It just you have to be close. You have to be close for it to be functional, right? Yeah. Close. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's basic. It's a melee weapon, but like it can really screw a person up. This yeah. was a lot of fun. Marie, where can people find you uh, if they were to search you on uh, any of the Twitter, LinkedIn's, Instagrams? Well, Instagram. And I'm trying to be better about posting more often. Uh, Mad Marie 13. M A D M A R I E 13. Um, come and send me penis pictures. Just kidding. Actually, they're probably going to do that. <laughs> Russian bots. Hey. hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but send me money. That's also my Venmo. So send me money. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, great. Yeah. Let's plug our Venmos. Um, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on pretty much all the socials and the gaming platforms is at El Sassy Pants E-L-S-A-S-S-Y P-A-N-T-S sometimes with a Z if you're on TikTok um, <laughs> oh. yeah and I'm also at El Sassy Pants on Venmo so go ahead uh, yeah it's a good time and hopefully we'll see you next week or another week I don't know what, how often we're going to do this but it'll be fun no matter what Yeah, we'll see you on the next one right, bye, bye. obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.